the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In our society, we tend to define God's design for his creation based upon our cultural experience. And as our culture changes, so our definition of what God has designed us for changes. But you see, that's our way of thinking. And here in Genesis, pre-culture, God lays out truth and direction and directives. And that's what we're exploring today on Study Verse by Verse online at highlands.us. Join us today as Pastor Leighton Sheely returns us to the book of Genesis as we explore once again God's design for marriage and just exactly what God has created. With today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, once again, here's Pastor Leighton. You know, some people believe that marriage was created by society in order to have a system for transferring uh, wealth and property from one generation to the next. And, and so they think that humans created it, but they didn't. God did. God created marriage, and you all know that whoever creates something owns the patent, and they own the copyright. And since God designed marriage and family, he knows how to make it operate at its best. And when, they, when marriages and families do that, when, they're, when they do, do it God's way, it brings much uh, well-being and happiness to all. And, and, you know, it's important here for me to remind you of the oldest trick in the book. You remember the oldest trick in the book? We learned about that in Genesis chapter 3. The oldest trick in the book literally is the oldest book, uh, trick in the book. And it was the serpent convincing Eve that God was not good, that God was holding out. You know, he knows that when you read it, you're going to be like him. He doesn't want that. He's holding out on you, you know. He's, he's trying to keep you suppressed. He's trying to hold you down and so forth. And, and so the, the oldest trick in the book is to get us to believe that God is not good. And that's why it's so important that every day we're reminding ourselves all through the day that God is good all the time. And all the time? All the time. Yes. And, uh, and so uh, it's important for us to be reminded of that all the time. But, but Satan's lie was so effective, even Adam and Eve fell for it. God always has a better idea. And God's idea for marriage with one, was one man, one woman, one flesh, one lifetime. You and I believe that because we know God and we know him to be good and, and we know his word. And so we, we're convinced that God has a better idea. But there are many Americans and particularly younger Americans and younger people that are not so likewise convinced. Uh, there was a study, a report by the University of Virginia's National Marriage Product, uh, Project that concluded that less than a third, that's one out of three, less than one out of three, High school senior girls, and only slightly more than a third of boys, seem to believe that traditional marriage is more beneficial to individuals than the alternatives. The younger generation is coming out. Most of them don't believe that traditional marriage is a good idea, that God's idea is good. And, uh, and much of this perspective is driven by popular culture in Hollywood. You know that Hollywood rarely portrays a happy marriage and a happy family. So the influences of Hollywood and culture, especially on the younger generation, is, is, is huge. 
Uh, Dr. Timothy Keller wrote, driving this practice are several widespread beliefs. One is the assumption that most marriages are unhappy. After all, the reasoning goes, 50% of all marriages end in divorce, and surely many of the other 50% must be miserable. Living together before marriage, many argue, improves your chances of making a good marriage choice because it helps you discover whether you are compatible before you take the plunge. It's a way to discover if the other person can really keep your interest. <coughs> keep your interest if the chemistry is strong enough. However, a considerable amount of studies provide evidence that people who live together before marriage are more likely to break up after marriage. It's always better to do it God's way. Another reason why some people are reticent about marriage is they believe it'll be a financial drain. But a 1992 study of retirement data shows that individuals who were continuously married had 75% more wealth at retirement than those who never married or who divorced and did not remarry. So there are many financial benefits for being married. Uh, For one thing, um, studies have also concluded that married people are more healthy and stable that employers recognize this, appreciate it, and that such people receive, on average, 10 to 40% more than their counterparts for essentially the same duties. So, although marriage is not a financial drain, divorce is. <laughs> divorce really is. And that's why it's so important to divorce-proof a marriage. And the way to accomplish that is by doing it God's way. Now, many of us have been told that many people who are married are not happy. And that is also not true. The world is full of misinformation. According to studies such as the 2010 Pew Center report entitled The Decline of Marriage, the report concluded that 84% of married people are very satisfied with their family lives. What was that percentage? 84. 84%. That's a lot of people. Very satisfied with their family lives. And with regard to unhappy marriages, studies indicate that two-thirds, that's more than half, two-thirds of those who are presently in unhappy marriages will become happy within five years if the people stay married and don't get divorced. Two-thirds. So the lesson is this. If you're going through a difficult time in your marriage, and everybody does, stay with it, stay in the marriage, don't give up, because the odds are in your favor. It's going to turn out well. It's going to turn out well. Not only will you be happier by staying together, you also live longer. Studies indicate that married people have the longest life expectancies um, and that uh, those uh, who are divorced are significantly lower. There's also the matter of divorce and children. And it's important for us to clear up the facts related to this because there's a lot of misinformation about this as well. It's, It's important for marriages to stay together, stay together for the sake of the children. Because children who grow up in married two-parent families have two to three times more positive life outcomes than those who do not. That's significant. Um, The the Focus on the Family website contains an article entitled, How How Could Divorce Affect My Kids? And from that, we read, Many years ago, the myth began to circulate that if parents are unhappy, the kids are unhappy too. So divorce could help both the parent and the child. What's good for mom and dad is good for the children, it was assumed. But we now have an enormous amount of research on divorce and children, all pointing to the same stubborn truth. Kids suffer when moms and dads split up. Research shows that children from divorced homes suffer academically. They experience high levels of behavioral problems, their grades suffer, and they're less likely to graduate from high school. 
the kids whose parents divorce are substantially more likely to be incarcerated for committing a crime. 70% of long-term prison inmates grew up in broken homes. And because the income of the custodial parent drops substantially after divorce, children in divorced homes are almost five times more likely to live in poverty than children with married parents. Teens from divorced homes are much more likely to engage in drug and alcohol use as well as sexual intercourse than those from intact families. Pretty staggering, isn't it? Uh, we tend to think that children are resilient and they, and they can get over mom and dad's divorce. But again, the studies indicate that's not the case. Psychologist Judith Wallerstein followed a group of children of divorce from the 1970s into the 1990s, interviewing them at 18 months and then 5, 10, 15, and 25 years after the divorce, she expected to find that they had bounced back. But what she found was dismay. Even 25 years after the divorce, these children continued to experience substantial expectations of failure, fear of loss, fear of change, and fear of conflict. 25 years later. The children in Wallerstein's study were especially challenged when they began to form their own romantic relationships. As Wallerstein explains, contrary to what we have long thought, the major impact of divorce does not occur during childhood or adolescence. Rather, it rises in adulthood as serious romantic relationships move center stage. Anxiety leads many adult children of divorce into making bad choices in relationships, giving up hastily when problems in relationships arise, or avoiding relationships altogether. Children never get over divorce. It is a great loss that is in their lives forever. It's like a grief that is never over. All special events such as holidays, plays, sports, graduations, marriages, births of children, and so forth bring up the loss created by divorce. The Journal of the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry reported, people who come from broken homes are almost twice as likely to attempt suicide than those who do not come from broken homes. One researcher concluded the death of a parent is less devastating to a child than divorce. According to the Journal of Marriage and the Family, children living with both biological parents are 20 to 35% more physically healthy than children from broken homes. What is this telling us time and time again? It's telling us that God is good. And God's design is good. That there's no other kind of environment that so consistently and exceptionally produces children who flourish than a family with a mom and dad, a family just like God designed it to be. Marriages that stay together are beneficial for everyone. Sociologist Linda J. Waite and Malagy, uh, Maggie Gallagher co-wrote a book entitled The Case for Marriage in which they can contend married people live longer, have better health, earn more money, accumulate more wealth, feel more fulfillment in their lives, enjoy more satisfying sexual relationships, and have happier and more successful children than those who remain single, cohabit, or get divorced. God made marriage. God made marriage good. Marriage is good when it's done God's way. Now, there might be some among us this morning saying, Pastor, you've emphasized marriage an awful lot this morning. I'm single. How does that apply to me? And, and so forth. I think it's important for us for a number of reasons. If, if we're going to do marriage and family, we need to do it God's way. We need to constantly be reminded God's way is the best way. It always is the best way. There's also a phrase that Jesus said that it's important for us to connect with. Here is the first case in, in, in history recorded for us in Scripture of uh, the 
redefinition of marriage, if I can use that phrase. It wasn't too many years ago, about 2015, as I recall, when our Supreme Court decided to redefine marriage in America. This is nothing new. History tends to repeat itself. But you know what's coming up very soon in the narrative? It's the story of Noah. It's not too long away. And you know what Jesus said? As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of the Son of Man, the return of the Son of Man. Jesus Christ is coming again soon. There's all kinds of indications of that. And so it's important for us to realize a couple of things. This is not nothing new. This is a sign. This is a, 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 something happened uh, that led up to Noah. And, it's, and as Jesus said, as it was in the, the times of Noah, so it's going to be in the time of the Son of Man. You know, there are a lot of ideas about what marriage and family should look like. And there are a lot of books that have been written. But since God created marriage and family, he knows how it's supposed to work and it works best. And so it's, it, it makes sense for us to study God's design for marriage and family. And that is precisely what we are doing here on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Well, tomorrow we continue our journey through Genesis. We trust you'll join us then. In the meantime, if you would like to know more about Study Verse by Verse, or Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno, where this program originates. Visit us online, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Tomorrow we're back in Genesis. Join us then for study verse by verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.